What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of The Kaisa Show. Mm-hmm. Today, mm-hmm. today we got a very special guest. This man is the owner of the nationally renowned Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance Gym <laughs> in Seattle, Washington, founding father of Vigor Move and Live in Slovenia. He's been featured in Men's Health, Stack Magazine, On It Magazine, Entrepreneur oh, Magazine, and even on CBS, and most importantly... He is Kaisa's personal trainer and our very first guest, Luca. Welcome to the show. It is a pleasure and an honor. I mean, can you can you run some more stuff? Yeah, that was, was amazing. I'm, I'm over here blushing, feeling really good wow. about myself. But you know where I got it? Where your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. I woke up this get, morning get in a panic, and I was like. Yo, we, got a, we got an intro, Luca. I don't know enough about him. So I went on your IG. I was like, he just, there's only a few things here. It's not enough. So then I was Mystery. like, wait, I think he does. Because I've listened to your podcast before. So I went there and I was like, there's usually a bio. Snagged it. Dropped it in the old notes. Added a little twist. You, you know you what? Know, a little you style. Are, you are very, very functional, buddy. Yeah. I mean, as functional as it gets. The voice like, is also, how many times did you practice that? Y'all, Mike is good getting six, so good. Times, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like there's a career here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you you're do, looking at it, Luca. <laughs> this is it. The Morgan Freeman. What I'm doing? Hey, listen. I just want you to narrate my life. Mm-hmm. I like and that I'm, the I'm, that the most important part is Luca is my coach because that is a very important part of the bio right now. Absolutely, and very important part for today's podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I, it's also it's not a very important part of his career because Luca has a huge career, but it is. For me, super exciting to have him on because I've been coaching. Well, I've actually known you for like six. I think it's like seven or eight, maybe. Even. Yeah, we Luca. Seven for so sure. Luca's technically not in Seattle. I always give him shit for this. He's in Whoa. Renton. I'm repping Renton. Yeah. If he you're in, if you're in the state of Washington, you say Renton. If you're out of the state of Washington, you say Seattle. Right? Yeah. That, I feel like that's yeah, how. Yeah. I because if I'm do like, it. where you know, where's your gym, Renton? People are like. Okay. Yeah, where's that? That's probably like somewhere in the Northern movies. Idaho. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> and usually that's what you have to do, Washington. you oh. have to say it's 10 it's minutes, minutes south of Seattle, Seattle like, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, also okay. it's not 10 minutes. It's a cool 45 minutes. Whoa, from whoa, whoa, Seattle? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I mean from here it's like whoa. 20 minutes. We don't have to get into it, but the sure, point sure. of the story is I've known Luca for a long time. So if mm-hmm. you're in the industry, Luca has one, Vigor is an incredible gym, but also Luca is a very inspiring trainer. And I remember when I was first on social media, People kept saying, like, go check out Luca. If you want to learn more, go look at Luca. And I think I hit you up, like, can I train yeah, you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. DM. It was definitely <laughs> a DM. I slid in his It was in the DMs. Hi. Mm-hmm. I like what you're doing. You want to train me one on one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very formal. Hmm. All right. Let's, let's go for the it. Don't like, answer. So, like, eh. <laughs> so, we did train a little bit back then. Yeah, it just did. was so far for me to commute because it mm-hmm. is 45 minutes from my house. That Luke and I have always stayed in touch, but mm-hmm. we ha- we really hadn't trained together for five, five plus six, years. five six years, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. And Until, you know, yeah. 
we filmed the first video oh my gosh, at Vigor, the old location. Yes, yes. I yeah, am more than yeah. my body. Yeah, so for the people yeah. out there that don't know what I'm talking about, we filmed a video called I'm More Than My Body. This was probably Actually, if you go- six here's the funny ago? thing about it, too. If you Google, like the pictures pop up. Yeah, the video pops the bigger, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was. six years ago. It's still out there. It's yeah. on kaisafit.com. Yeah. You can find yeah. it on YouTube, whatever. But yeah, we filmed some of the dope, like you doing. so fire. You were jumping over hurdles. Mm-hmm. We did some slow-mo slam ball. Yeah. And that's Chalk. all it's bigger. Yeah. So Luke and I have been in contact for a long time. It just literally finally everything synced for us to start training this year. And we started training on my birthday. That was oh, so yeah, January did. 29th. That oh, was our first yeah, training yeah, session yeah, yeah. together. It, it was. Because was, it was like I was, I was like, hey, are you cool with training on your birthday? And I was oh, like, no, that's my up. birthday it's present gonna, to oh, myself. It's, don't worry, it's going to be an AM session later on. <laughs> All right, cool. You'll be it, fine. Luca does know me well. It'll go down later, but I will get in a workout first. Yeah, we always have to talk about recovery. You going to be okay? You going to be okay after going here and doing that? All right, cool. <laughs> are you sure your tissues aren't hydrated? Are you going to have party too much last night, Kais? Are you going to mm-hmm. be able to handle this? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did talk about this yes. on another podcast i can't tell which episodes are going to go where so i can't really refer back to the last one but we were talking i she never talks about how she's too sore nothing like that so i don't know that's not like a you need to push her harder but i will say (laughs) she don't don't you worry (laughs) i'm always like so impressed because i see the shit she does and i'm like how are you like walking and able to film a class today after what you did yesterday. I mean, I'm definitely sore, but I, I just like, I don't know. I feel like if I feel my body, I'm like, you know, excited that yeah. we're going ham. Also, but we were, I recover a lot, like really well. Hydration, sleep, Yeah, fuel. and it's, I mean, something we could discuss for sure, but it's like, you know, are you chasing soreness? Are you, exactly. like, yeah. it's so different for so many different people. I mean, if you look at whether, you know, it's, it's, it's you and our training and what we're, you know, what we're trying to achieve, Somebody else, I don't know, somebody's got doing a 14-hour day job with three kids. Um, you know what we get? We get a lot of folks that will, that will come in and are A-type and train a lot. And then I have to be like, um, I think you'd get better results with less. And yes. then for about a two months, you're kind of arguing. Not arguing, persuading. Sure. You know, persuading. And, and, and it's like, hey, how's this working for you? What's well, not? Huh, okay. Maybe let's try something different. You know, and they, they do less and just you'll see results just go, right? Because you... Either, some way or another, there's a stimulus, there's a recovery, and it's different for everybody else. Uh, for for you know, based on lifestyle, food, stress, uh, perception of stress. I mean, you name it, right? That's why training is so. Um, and then, then what what what's fun? What you know? There's people that are like, I don't ever want to do this exercise again. Mm-hmm. And rather than you know, old me would be like, <laughs> best vector of force production is that exercise, so we're doing it. Yeah. You know? And then the person doesn't want to come anymore, right? Yeah. So it, there, there's a lot of psychology behind training. You want to, you know, training will be challenging, but you still have to keep it fun to a degree and have people want to do it, right? I, I would be the person, like, you know, the, the old me, the, the young Luca trainer that knew everything. It's like if somebody was doing Zumba and be like, well, there's something way more effective for weight loss, you know. And now it's like, oh, this is, that's dope. You're doing Zumba? fantastic you love doing it you're moving hell yeah yeah right it's just that i think it's you know part of it is just the, the process hopefully of your ego dying to a certain degree and in, in, in mm-hmm. not being like i know everything and uh really the clients know a lot more than you about them right yeah. so it's like you learning and listening and then kind of molding the science of training to the you know the individuality of the person 
and then kind of creating the puzzle piece. You know, to me, I think that's the magic because um, the, the easiest thing to break it down, we do kind of four things, right? It's training, nutrition, there's mindset, and there's recovery. Like, so those are the big kind of four puzzle pieces. And you adjust it for every person. You know, you adjust it for every person, and that's how you get, I feel like, the best results sustainably, right? Because if you say, um, in the next eight weeks, I'm going to, you know, we've done some crazy stuff like that where people will do shoots or movie roles, you know, and there's like, what am I going to tell that guy? Well, that's not sustainable. Like, you got to get ready for a movie role. Yeah. You do it, right? You get them there and you go afterwards. Obviously, we're going to have to kind of reverse engineer some things. But in general, the majority of the people that, that, you know, we train, even, you know, the pro athletes, like, you want a result and you want to keep the result, right? If, if you have to get it to then not be able to maintain these behaviors and habits, then it's even more frustrating, right? Because now you go on this roller coaster of, Get results, lose results. Get results, lose results, and uh, and that's that's no bueno. You know, anybody that's been through that is like, you you, you got to find. I I just call it like make your worst and your average day better, right? What's your worst and your average day? Okay, cool. Let's get training, mindset, nutrition, recovery better on those days. Yeah. And if you do that, like you'll be in a much better place. Yeah. You know. And um, results. I think the other thing too is like you can't have everything. And what everybody considers to be their own result that they're going for changes all the time. I mean, it's part of the reason why I started training with you. Like, I was very specific about certain things. Like, I wanted to go into a heavy-duty sports performance program because mm-hmm. after two-plus years of COVID life and feeling like I wasn't taking care of myself, I wasn't moving the way that I wanted to because I didn't have the time, my mm-hmm. result or like my the results that I want are different now. And I think that that changes for everybody at any given time in their lives. But you can't have everything all at once. And you have to be pretty clear about what you want when it comes to training. Oh, there's seasons for sure. I mean, I, I would say I've had I've had my seasons. I think that for me personally, um, I'm always kind of on this like athlete for life men- yeah. mentality. We'll, we'll see how long this runs. You know, 65, I'll be like athlete for life. Um, but, okay, but also, how old are you? Do you mind saying? Yeah, no, I'm uh, 40. I'm turning 41 in June. Yeah. Luca is 41. And the way I had a realization the other day, I was like, oh, he's training me like the way he trains himself. And I think I'm badass. Luca is out of control. I like go to his page and watch what he does. He is 41. You will be moving the same way at 65 or 75. I I believe so. I mean, you know, you change, I think for me, like the, it's more the recovery, like recovery volume, everything else is managed. Right. But, um, and look, I, I still have an ego. Uh, I would say majority of our gym is people, every, you know, from all walks of life. Uh, we're probably about, 15 to 20 percent athletes I, I i'd say and, and now we you know i train some pro teams and i do have this whole thing you know where you know the guys are like oh this is hard and then i'm like you know in Watch my me. sweats and i'm like oh you mean this <laughs> you know so then they're like okay i'll do it and i'm like look i'm an old dude right <laughs> per se um so so there's that but i also think you know for, for me it's like i would i wouldn't care you know, if my look was whatever and I can't go for a hike and I yes. can't sprint and I can't go, you know, I, I, I used to play um, pro basketball. I can't play pro ball and I, you know, I do a lot of martial arts. I box a lot. If I can't do those things, I don't care what I look like. Right. And so um, for me, it's always like you just get you squeeze so much more out of life when you can do. Right. And and even like the work capacity, if, if you're in great shape, you know, let's let's just say, you know, fitness can be a lot of different things. But you know, if you're, you're strong and conditioned and mobile and you, you move well, like you can 
work longer and not be tired. You can be more uh, focused and energetic and productive. So where somebody might have a you know four hour day and it's like five hour day, like oh man, like I can't think anymore. The person that's, that's very fit takes care of their recovery, their nutrition. Yeah. Like they're going ten hours and you know. And so essentially, I look at that and go, man. Even if you wanted a competitive advantage in work and career, and like it's a superpower. Yeah. You know, it's it really is. So would you say that your secret to being able to be forty one and moving incredible and feeling good is a handful of like how you recover? Is it how you eat? Is it your mindset? Is it how you train? Is it all of those things? It is. It's it's like a um I would say that, you know, when you do things right, it's one plus one plus one equals like seven, you know, mm-hmm. in, in this situation. Um uh, but the easy, I, I would say that um, I always look at, let's say we, we talk about nutrition. For me, it has to, I mean, most people obviously care about how they look. So there's a body composition part, there's a performance part, and there's a health part. And so if it doesn't affect all three, we're not doing the right job, right? Because, hey, if you, you know, have health but don't have performance, and if for most people it's like, okay, well, I want to look a certain way, it, it's not going to be effective but then it's like if you look a certain way but your health and performance aren't good what's the point right so that i think that there's a key there that nutrition um fuels us right i mean you legitimately anything that you take in becomes you right on a cellular level so that's really important um and if and it fuels your performance because you ever tried going super low carb or eating a lot less and then going and doing a training session like you you're going to be smoked right instantly you're going to be like Oh my goodness, I can't train like this. Right? So that's a huge huge factor. But then finding the sweet spot, you know, more is not better. Right? And I've it, more is definitely not better. And um or, you know, for I'll give you an example. I love to move every day. Right? I don't like to have off days. So, for me to manage my own training or for many clients that we have like that that get kind of hooked on fitness in a good way, right? Like it, in a way where it's like they just, you know, it's good for stress, for mental health, and all these different purposes. And you tell them, like, hey, you know, you don't want to do too much. They're still going to get training. It's just going to be recovery-based, mm-hmm. right? They might have mobility flows, aerobic stuff. that like, they'll, it'll actually make them feel better. They'll make them recover faster. So finding that, like, for me, that's what it's been. Hey, do, you know, less crazy, I would say crazy training, you know, super high-intensity training. Just bring it down a little bit. Bring the recovery up a little bit. And still be able to, you know, I, I call them, you know, PRs. Like there's, there's certain lifts that I've lifted the most in my life with just being strategic and smart about it. And okay, but question. Okay, answer you, hopefully. Here we go. Uh, I know. No, no, you just said it, so now I'm curious. Do you actually have aesthetic training in your program? It's not just all performance? Because that's no, a surprise see, to me. Yeah, no, but I mean, look, there, I, I, I think that uh, certain kind of like bodybuilding, I don't say bodybuilding techniques, but like, putting on muscle techniques are smart for sports performance, period. You know, like as you get older, uh, th- this, is a, this is a thing that is really, really key. Muscle building has to be part of your program as you get older. Here's why. Because at a certain point in time, you, you are going to start losing it. So the higher up that you start, the more protected you are, if that makes sense. Right? So imagine, okay, imagine a piece of pie. And your training is like, this is how I look at training, Okay. You got a piece of pie. Somebody comes in. Let's say they move. They don't move well at all. Okay. And they want to move better, get stronger, put on some muscle. Right. Those goals can kind of go together. But at the beginning, we might be like, okay, well, a third of that pie is going to be spent on moving better. 
mobility activation drills, you know, warm-ups are going to be longer. And then, you know, a certain piece of that pie is going to be strength training and a certain piece of that pie is going to be, for instance, you know, building muscle and conditioning, right? And as things change, that, that piece of the pie changes. Oh, like they're moving a lot better. Okay, cool. Now they're 20, 20 minutes of movement prep, you know. For some people, you have to do that. It's, it's, that's their training, to be honest with you, right? Okay, that's going to cut down to like eight. And then we're going to have more more strength training and then we're going to throw in some power stuff because now they, they're better at doing it they're more comfortable with doing it more confident with doing it and you just keep moving that pie right and certain things are if you've done it for a long time they're easier to maintain like strength is easy to maintain if you've done years and years of strength training so i might have to max out once a month on a deadlift and i'll be and i can maintain it for years and years and years and years right, right but strength training isn't exactly isn't aesthetic training yeah. so that's what i'm talking about but, but here's the thing, but it, but it is. If you try not to, okay, so let's look at. Because um, we've all seen your selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, well, we, I get what you're saying. I think you're saying, though, you're saying, you're saying aesthetics, but you're, you're wrapping it actually. It doesn't seem like the purpose for aesthetics is what you're saying is like build strength. I mean, I mean the thing muscle. is, do I care how I look? Absolutely. But, but here's the thing I, I've found that like if you, if you go after performance, the looks come better than if you're trying to go after the looks. Amen. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Amen. Hit it again. Please see that, say that again. Oh, yeah. We okay, got to hit this go. one. So, no, if, if, you, if you're chasing performance, you will get better results with your body composition than if you're just going for body composition. That's, that's what I found, right? And, and, and I've trained elite level athletes, physique competitors. I mean, like, you name it, right? And part of that is because I, part of it is the psychology of it. Okay, imagine every day stepping on scale and getting frustrated, right? Versus process, because training it, it's like chasing performance is a lot about the process. Okay, let's get a little stronger here. Let's get a little more reps here in this amount of time. Even you know conditioning, like we we measure everything: heart rates, distance that you got. Your there's something called heart rate recovery, which is how much does your heart rate recover in 60 seconds? That's progress. You know, and when you can show somebody like. Hey, like two months ago, like it, like you only dropped 15, 20 beats per minute in 60 seconds. Now you're like 37. You know how much fitter you are? And people are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? So you're shining a light on all these positive things where, you know, like things like weight loss, look, can they be controlled? Sure. But it's, you take 10 different people, they do everything to the T, the results are going to be so totally. different. Amen. So different. You know, it, so can't, but wouldn't you agree by basically saying, cause this is kind of like where I always go. If you focus on moving better, moving more, doing what you want to do, set your, like set your goals in terms of performance, however, and you're eating relatively well to fuel mm -hmm. your body and you're sleeping, you know, all the things are lining up. However, your body is supposed to look, it's going to look that way. And then that way is the most sustainable way for you to be able to keep that for the rest of your life. Because when you're chasing an aesthetic, it is not most of the time the image that people have of what they want to look like. You can get there, but not in a very sustainable way. So you're not going to be able to keep it very long. And a lot of times, especially like body composition, mm -hmm. you know, athletes, they are like that for an hour long show and they can't perform like they're so dehydrated. So all these things that people are chasing is not sustainable. And also you can't look that way and perform like a badass most of the time as well. That's yeah. So there's a couple of things that you brought up here. I think are important. You know, we're, we're definitely skewed by what you see, right? Like magazine covers this, that, and it, you know, and I can tell you right now, like I've trained a lot of people that some that were on magazine covers is like, one, either they're, they're pretty miserable, Absolutely. you know, get, getting there, right? 
uh, or and or like I said, that is not the normal. Now, remember what I said, like bring up your worst than average day. Okay. So to me, that's kind of even on the body composition side of things, right? It's not like, hey, I'm on stage, I prep for this. That's not real life, right? How do you bring it to this is your normal? But I think that, you know, when you look further out and when you go performance-based training, instead of going like, hey, in the next three months, I'm going to be, you go like, all right, this next year, this is going to be my approach to training. You kind of drop the, uh, the stress in this external, like, yes. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Look in the mirror, look at the scale, look at it, right? And you go like, here's the process. And I'm, I mean, you've probably heard this over and over again, but like, if you can buy into the journey, like you're winning so much, it's not even funny, right? When I'm like, so if you had a whiteboard and you're like, all right, you know, check the boxes on, hey, my meal had this much protein, the veggies, and okay, check. All right, cool. I got my workout in, check. I got my movement in, right? My, my 10 minutes of movement hygiene, okay, check. And the thing is, even if things weren't moving the way that you wanted them to, I'd be like, focus right back on a, you know, because once you look at the checks, like, man, like, I'm, I'm doing the things I got to do. Yeah. And to me, it's like, you know, there's actually a strategy that I love for people to do. And it's like, I call them, you know, just collecting your wins, right? So collecting your wins is basically at the end of the day, let's say you, you went over here and said, I got my workout in. Okay. I went for my walk. I did 8,000 steps. All right, cool. Um, man, I was, I was two out of three on a meal. It was pretty good. Check, right? What are we doing? Like, we're, we're shining a light on all the good things that we're doing. People don't do this enough, right? And so what tends to happen is, what do you do? Oh, my God, look at this person on a, on a, on a cover. I'm not like that. Oh, my, my, my weight's still not down the way it should be. Oh, I'm not as strong. This, comparing, and then that's, that's, not a, that's not a win. That's a loss, right? So, the, and, and there's this uh, philosophy of kind of how do you build self-esteem. And I, I'll bring this all around because I, I think this is probably the most important thing to talk about, right? <clears throat> If to me, it's self-esteem has always been uh, like a bank account. You know, it's like you you do something that you're you said you're going to do. Boom. That's a debit. You know, what I mean, and the other way around, you get the credit. Right. So it's like if you keep stacking credits like you end up uh, or should I say debits like you end up going broke. Right. I'm going to do this. Then you don't do it. I'm going to do this. Right. But you're shining a light on the losses then all of a sudden you don't believe yourself anymore, yeah. right? If you shine a light on the wins, I'm stacking these wins and getting credits. Like I have a lot of self-esteem in my bank account, right? I'm going to either go bankrupt or I'm going to build my self-esteem. And you know this by, if you build your self-esteem, like somebody can say things about you and you're like, mm, okay, <laughs> don't care. I like, I know that I am X, Y, Z, right? But if, if you have, if you're bankrupt and somebody goes, I mean, you suck, you'll never follow through, right? You get even more down on yourself. So the, the, the reason why I'm like, we do this a lot with clients where we're like, every day I want you to like write out three wins and they can be small. I don't care. Just write them out. So if you do that, then at the end of seven days, you got 21 wins. Do you feel more confident looking at your 21 wins? Absolutely. People never do that. What they do every all day is go like, oh, I didn't do that. Suck yeah. here. Still haven't <clears> lost <throat> weight. Uh, you know, and it's like, and you start kind of, I would say brainwashing yourself in a negative way. Right. So. To me, one of those things is like, how can we get people to brainwash themselves in a positive way? Now, back to performance training, okay? It's much easier. Now, of course, foundation has to be good form and you know, good coaching and all these things. But from one week to the next, especially when people um, haven't been doing this type of training, like neurologically, they'll get better. So all of a sudden, next week, they're lifting more weight. They got an extra rep. They, they push their distance on some conditioning stuff, right? I'm going to show them that, hey, like last week you did this, this week you did that. What does everybody do? What? 
oh, wow. I was like, yeah, man. High five. I know, right? but this is the power it, performance training. Yes, Because exactly. movement is always then a celebration of what your body can do or the journey, like yes. where you're going, rather than punishment for what you don't look like or what you do look like. And that's where I think performance training is so powerful because it's it's a sh- it's a positive shift in perspective frame, that yes. that the fitness industry just we're the ex- we basically do the exact opposite, which we co-sign mm. that movement is this punishment. You don't look this way. Your body looks wrong, so you got to change it through movement and I just that's why I'm all about performance training no I mean if like I said if if I can pick it and it's just an more enjoy like you enjoy the process more doing it that way right like every single time and I mean this is real world right like I could pull up studies and theory and yada 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 but like I've had a gym for 16 years right we started our gym in Slovenia 16 years ago in Seattle it's now 14 plus right um I mean we've legitimately trained thousands and thousands and thousands of people not like some made-up number right in every walk of life and i've done you know i've learned so much along the way and tried this and tried this and tried this and when i come back to it this is what works every time right and i don't care if it's Susie sue that's 66 and it's like look this hurts that hurts like i want to bring you know pick up my grandkids you have her see progress from a performance standpoint to get into it to get better results they're like they show up more often with more enthusiasm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you take a uh, pro guy that's beat up and wants to get back, same thing. The question just becomes, what are the things that we're going to track? Those are different, right? Because even for myself, I had a really bad back injury now, probably 14 years ago, like really bad. So, uh, you know, stuff that people are like, you're going to have to get surgery, like this is the only way, you're done, right? And I rehab myself and I mean, obviously, you can watch my videos. Like, I push myself a lot. But, you know, you won't see me doing certain lifts because they're two risk-to-benefit ratios off, right? Uh, it just doesn't make sense for me. So it's, it's like, you know, what are the better lifts for people in certain stages of, uh, of training? People have different bodies, different anatomy. You know, oh, you should squat like this. Maybe, maybe not. You know, do you have retroverted hips, antiverted hips? You, you know, without getting too geeky about these things. But, like, this is stuff that I geek out about, yeah. right? Like... You, you got to find what's right for that person. But foundationally, like going after performance will always win. Yeah. So I think it, we can say we all agree that what's right, though, over aesthetics, generally speaking, in, in terms of taking care of humans' bodies and having it be sustainable is performance training. And when we say performance, I think so many people are confused. Like, what do you mean by performance? Like, does that mean I have to be an athlete and going out and like looking to perform on the field? No, it's just focusing on a handful of goals that you want to get better at physically and then having your training program geared towards progressing on those goals. But I I think even this this idea, right? If you say athlete, people are like, I'm not an athlete. Uh, That's a frame. I think you are. I think everybody is. Absolutely. You know, and, and I think looking at it, you know, I, I just call it the athlete of life. You know, what, it, what is your sport? Your sport might be life. You know, your sport might be picking up your kids, your sport. But everybody, look, you know, are you going to play, pick up soccer, this, that, the other? Like, everybody's going to do athletic things, right? And even and when we get people to buy into that, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's just the, the, the shift in how they behave and light up is so different, right? Because crazy stats. One out of three people after the age of 50, when they fall, they break their hip. Mm. One out of three. The, the recovery is really long. Like it's six to 12 months. you really immobile. People put on weight because of it. Now, why do I say that? Well, because folks will be like, do you do explosive stuff and speed stuff with older people? I'm like, absolutely. 
Now, how does that look like? It might not look like it does for you and me, but sometimes it's like throwing cards so they have to be agile. Sometimes it's foot fire. Definitely a lot of med ball throws. And two, like, usually I'm like, just think about somebody you really dislike. Just smash them, <laughs> you know, and they get into it. But what are we doing? We're building power. We're building reactivity so that when they trip, they can catch themselves because that's explosive, right? And they won't break their hip, yep. right? They're, they're an athlete. Like, we're going to make them, like, behave and think more like an athlete, and that's going to help their life out. And, they're, you know, it's, it's like, what is the first thing that you lose when you age? It's not strength. It's not muscle. It's power. Right. So we want to make sure that they maintain that. So this whole idea, I think, you know, you are who you believe yourself to be. Right. It it is like you believe that you're slow and you're not an athlete. Then you're not. Right. But you start believing that. You're like, you know what? I am an athlete. Now, doesn't mean you don't have to you have to go on a field and be pro and do this and do that. I just think that, like, you know, to to give homage to your body and the things that we can do, because it's miraculous. Our body's miraculous. Right. Like you should treat it that way. But treating it that way also, I think, means challenging it, right? It means pushing it. And these are the things that transfer, like anybody that's ever done training or has coached people, the transformation that's not the, what I see, the biggest transformation is like what people start believing about Absolutely. themselves. Like, man, I can do, you know, how many, how many times I've heard somebody go like, and I came here to look different or be stronger, this, that, the other. But like, I've never in my life, you know, went after a promotion but I went in there and I was like hey I've done this 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 and that and like I got my promotion and like they're crying and just like this is what training's done for me right because it's like it, it transforms transforms them from the inside out if you do it the right way absolutely and, and and like that's what's so you know that's what's so dope to me is that you you know I, I think you have physical weightlifting and then you have mental weightlifting and emotional weightlifting right in um, many a times the gym and training can also can cover that, you know, uh, mental weightlifting, right? Because what, what happens if you go, um, I don't know, you get to that one rep and you're like, you know, one more rep to me is also kind of an analogy in life. I'm like, listen, man, get one more rep, right? When things are hard in life, I, you can do a little bit more. You can do a little bit more, right? Not 10 more reps, just one more. Just mm-hmm. give me one more. But we're basically training them to be able to push a little bit more through challenges, lean into the, the challenge, be, have that courage. Be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable. Be okay and, and, being uncomfortable. Yes, and, like, and start being like, you know what, I know, because after a, a while they go like, I know what comes after that uncomfortable. I'll feel way better. That's where I get results. That's yeah. where I, I, um, I get a little bit more out of it. And, and uh, my, my favorite analogy, I think Aubrey was the person that we were talking about this, and I, I never forgot about this analogy of like, you know, what is, like, life is like a, a video game. Like, you think Mario Bros or some, something like that. But, like, you know, if you, if you went to a kid and said, hey, listen, here's this controller, right? All you got to do to get through this game is just push forward and the green button. They'd be like, shit, I want to play this fucking game. Like, this is, this is, I'm not, what? That's it? I'm not playing this game. In life, we get through a ch- to a challenge. We're like, ugh. I want to do that. I'm, I'm done, right? But, like, you got to look at it as a game. Get to the boss. What do you have to do? You have to beat the boss. Now, if, if the boss kills you round one, like, you're going to keep coming back till you beat the damn boss, right? You beat the boss, you get an extra heart, you get a bazooka, you get some, some extra superpower, right? That's how life works, right? It's just that it's unlimited bosses forever. You know what I mean? But this idea of, like, when I beat the boss, I'm leveling up, right? And new levels, new devils, Okay, and, and training has so much resemblance, you know, especially performance training, right? When you when you go this route, 
is so much resemblance to that, that you start seeing people have all these challenges in life and they handle them better because, yes, they're stronger, they're faster, they're more resilient and more conditioned, but in here, you know, and I would even say in here, right? And so that's, you know, I feel like I was the guy that was just like, I can show you your numbers going up, but the the biggest transformation, even for myself, is like, you know, seeing how you handle life and how you operate around other people. And, you know, obviously with, with Vigor and, and, you know, gyms where there's communities, there's this whole other semblance of like people supporting each other. Like a lot of things that like you see in the, the real world that I believe if done right, this world will be a better place. Right. And I know I'm getting a little kind of foo-foo-ish here, but, but no, it's like I, I, I believe that. I, yeah. I believe that because. I mean, I can tell you straight up, like running a gym is gym is a very, very difficult business. It's kind of like one of those, you know, I think restaurants are probably harder, but there's not that many businesses that are harder than, than running a gym, you know, uh, a brick and mortar. And and so you got to you have to like you have to believe in it. You have to love it. You have to, you know, and like I, I can't even say m- myself like ever stopping doing it, even if somebody was like, hey, here's, I don't know, 30 mil you know, be out. I'm like, eh, I'll take the 30, but I'll still, I'll still keep coaching. Yeah. But I think you know, with that too, you're uh, like, if you're connected to something bigger than absolutely the, whatever the look, for instance, mm-hmm. like you, to do the one more rep or the five more reps or whatever it is, if you're not connected to the thing that actually like means something, you'll, you won't push past. Right. Cause you're like one more rep. Cause I want that six pack. You're like, well, I don't really care about the six pack. No, I just want to give it up. But if you're like one more rep, cause I want to walk, be able to do that hike with my dad at the grand Canyon, you're going to push through, you know, because you're connected more. And I think that same thing with your yeah, gym, it, whatever, if it's just money, you know, you probably have some up and down years, especially the last couple of years, but you're connected to something bigger that helps you push through those. Oh, really absolutely. Difficult times. It, it, do you know, actually, um, in Sebastian Younger's book, Tribes, right? He talks about what are the only true, three true forms of intrinsic motivation, right? That, like, it's like motivation from the inside out. It's number one is, is, and they all start with C, so it's an easy one to remember. One is competence, right? If you get better, it makes you more motivated. You know, talking about like, if you see like, oh, I'm lifting more weight, or mm-hmm. I'm getting more competence, oh, I'm better at this skill. That motivates us. Like they've, they've even saw like um, if you put a mouse and that gets the cheese out of the trap, right, it's actually motivated by being able to do that. Like so, if, you know, obviously that correlates even 10 times more to human beings. Everybody, if they get better, they're happier. Right. They're like, holy shit, I'm getting better at this. Mm-hmm. Right. I was two for 10 shooting free throws. Now I'm like six for 10. Yes. Right. Competence is an intrinsic motivator. Number two is contribution, meaning like if we do things for others. I'm giving, like, you know, my past was like, I used to be an organized crime. Like, you know, we can kind of dive down that there or not. I don't mind talking about it. I've talked about it before. I'm comfortable about it now. But like, I took a lot of things, you know, I did dumb shit and, and shitty stuff. And part of what, you know, my transformation through fitness was that like, when I started coaching people, and I was still playing pro ball. I had this, and remember, I was coaching when I wasn't making any money. In Slovenia, you couldn't even be a personal trainer and make money, right? And, but when I coached, like, there was something that I felt. I was like, man, like these people are like feeling happier, better. They're like, man, thank you so much. You know, I was trying to tilt the scales of karma, you know, like back in my favor. And that's why I got into coaching. I was like, what I got from it, the contribution, you know, that's why we started doing charity events so much. Cause it's like, I feel like I get probably more than I give. Right. And if people start doing that, it's like, it's a superpower. And I, you know, for, for me, the gym has been part of that, like being able to continue to give through coaching, through philanthropy, so contribution is the second one. And number three is connection. 
possibly the most important one, right? If you take away, if, you, if I give you everything that you want, body, money, status, blah, 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 and I take away all the people that matter in your life, you won't care, hmm. right? You absolutely, it won't matter at all, right? So connection is, is critical, which is also, you know, why I think things have been very, very difficult through COVID and everything else. Like you take away connection, you make people, you know, a lot more unhealthy. Yeah. And we know too, like, you know, I think the number one cause of mortality is, is loneliness, right? So it, we, what we end up help doing, like, and I say this because quality training programs, quality gyms have those three. We're, we're building people's competence, right? If you do it right, you help get them involved in something bigger than themselves to contribute. And the thing is, sometimes contributing is, you know, I'm always telling stories at the gym and, and helping brainwash people in a positive direction, right? If, if I come to the gym and I really haven't had a community, but then I start supporting you. Come on, guys, let's do a couple more, right? I'm contributing. I get intrinsic motivation from that, right? We, we used to do and still do these charity boot camps where you have a partner and I'm, your, your partner's coaching you while you're pushing. And people are like, well, I'm coaching? Yeah, you're coaching. So now I got, you know, if there are 100 people in the gym, I got 50 coaches coaching another person. And it's so crazy to see the transformation at the end because they're so happy for the other person, right? They're like, oh my God, contribution. And in connection, it's like, you know, People connect. They're on the same journey. They're, uh, you know, the mission is like, okay, cool, you're trying to achieve this goal. But we're basically both trying to get healthier and better and build up, you know, mental, emotional, physical strength, right? So we, we have to understand, like, this is why I geek out about these things. Because I, I, probably about nine, ten years ago, I started realizing that I knew all this stuff about training, right? And it was like some clients were getting amazing results. Some were getting, like, good okay results and some people weren't getting results and i was the person that's like ah these people don't get results they're not fucking doing what i'm telling them to do they're uncommitted right and you know lo and behold in my life i was uncommitted in a lot of different ways just not in fitness right so it took you know i would say hard things in my life to happen for me to figure out go like oh, okay like it's not that like they're, they're not uncommitted like we just have to find different ways right to engage Right. We have to find different ways to the, the basically the behavior, the behavior change was the thing that I needed to really learn about. Psychology is what I really need to learn about, because there's a lot of people that know what to do. But how do you help them do it? Right. It's like if I ask both of you guys and say, oh, what are you struggling with in your life right now? I'm like, oh, I want to get this better. OK, cool. What's some things that you could do? I guarantee you, you'll give me one or two. You won't know everything, but you'll know one or two things that you got to do. All right, cool. Go do them. Uh, 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 but uh, right, so so now we're we're going into environmental sciences and like behavior change and neurology. And if you start understanding that, now you can start creating environments and communicate the way that helps people actually do the thing, right? And um, I, like I said, you let me talk. I'm a geek out on this stuff. I don't but, know how um, to insert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to you know, like. Yeah, all right, I, Luca. No, you interrupt me. Well, no, right. I don't interrupt. This is a good one, I think, because you're talking about. All this stuff leads to the question I have is like, how does this all pertain to training Kaiser? What's it like training Kaiser? <laughs> this sounds like hey, I knew you uh, had questions prepared. I'm, I'm looping all around because I'm like, I haven't fucking figured it out yet. So what is, what is she, yeah, like what is she uh, coming to you with? Like this, I want to change this. All this, this studying and I fucking can't figure it out. No, um, no, actually, you know what, you know what's funny is because it, there's, there's a constant give and take. Okay. It's like, we're going to do this. But I know the things that she likes doing. Mm -hmm. What are those? Let's get specific. Wanna... What does Kaisa not like doing? 
Okay. Cardio. No. Yeah, cardio is is definitely on the like I don't want to do list. Do, it the um, end, do you do it towards like the end of the week? No, we just we kind of sneak it in. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. like hey, push this prowler explosively down and back twice, or like follow this gold chain, yeah, or yeah, diamonds, yeah, 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 yeah or shoes. See, put them on I, w- like I just want you to run around following this diamond trail. It's fucking long, <laughs> but it's diamonds. No, but it's sometimes it's kind of like the trickery, right? How do you get uh, do athletic stuff? But do it a whole bunch so it becomes cardio. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay? Like, hey, I want you to run to this cone. I'm going to tell you where to run. But it's not going to be short like you want it to. It's going to be longer. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. This is cardio. Right? And then probably say, like, you could do it faster. Correct. Oh, he de- the, oh, de- definitely yeah, has that. cued in now yeah. to tell me I'm not doing a good job yeah. or tell me I can't I've, do I've, it. I figured out when I was like, oh, like, I know some people that can do it well, but I get no. I, I would say like, well, I guess, I guess if you don't want to be strong, then just use that way. Yeah, that's like, cool. Or I'll me, be like, Luca, how far do you throw it so that I can know? Like, it's all about like how. It needs to be a baseline. Be. Yeah, baseline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it has to be. So, so here's the other thing too, right? Figuring out who who yeah. wants to be challenged yep. more, right? Like for some people, the challenge will make them better. For some people, too much challenge will make them see you later. Like no, but it'd be it'd be a, it's like fight or flight, right? Yeah. And um. So if you've ever seen, seen this chart, like how we learn, how we get better, right? If it's too easy, we get bored. We're not going to be good, right? If it's too hard, we get frustrated and we quit. So you got to find just the right amount of challenge. And that's different for everybody. For her, it's a little bit more, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. they Actually, there's all these studies that show like, you know, 5 to 8% past your kind of like limit point is like the sweet spot. But this is, I think some of it is like science. A lot of it is art when it comes to coaching. Yeah, it's got to be intuitive. Intuitive, you know, and and going like, this person doesn't respond well Mm -hmm. when I challenge them this much, right? So I have to back off a little bit and make them be successful with less and then kind of build it up slowly. But that is true. I feel like for me also, like I have massive trust issues. So it's like a buildup of it too, because I feel like... Well, actually, let's take the trap bar or just the deadlift. You go. Right? So, So past, you know injuries you know trauma right people get and i get it because i mean i've had really bad back issues right so it's like i don't know and the thing is i look at it and i'm like oh my gosh she could lift another we're talking about the deadlift the deadlift yeah, yeah. trap bar deadlift this one i'm like she could lift another. which is where you're holding it on the sides versus on the side. yeah it's definitely yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a way safer way to deadlift. Yeah, yeah. way safer for i mean I, we we don't even regular bar deadlift off the floor much anymore not because i think it's bad i not at all it's just that a lot of people have mobility restrictions, stability, they just don't do well with it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, we'll get them there maybe. Um, but again, why even do it if the goal is getting stronger, yeah. right? Like you, you pick the right exercises. But right from the, the get-go, you know, we'd go start lifting and you could see in her body language, like, <laughs> you know, I was like, ah, oh, that, that looked great, you could do that. And then she would be like, no, 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 my forearm's off, Right. And some of it is just how do you reduce the threat? Right. OK, cool. Let's, listen, we're going to lower the weight. We're going to do this. We're going to put it up on on uh, stand. So it'll be two inches off. The floor. How does that feel? That feels a lot better. Right. And sometimes I'll even put on some weight and trick her and she'll get it. I'm like, hey, that was 315 pounds. Mm. What? Oh, shit. Did you feel anything? No. OK, cool. Right. So it's like it's that. How do we how do we get trust? How do we get threat out of the system? Because it's wild. Like if you, you know ever read about like somosomatic stuff like the you know pain lives in the brain right and sometimes it's not even that you're hurting it's, it's the memory of it mm-hmm. like man like 
When I did that, I spazzed out. And so you kind of almost recreate the tension, right? Oh, I'm feeling my back, right? And, and the thing is, it's not, it, it, the wrong approach is to go like, come on now. You know, and you even mentioned to, to that before that like people have always been like, no, you're strong. Just fucking do it, right? Yeah. Just put on more weight. <laughs> and being like finding that sweet spot where it's like, no, you know what? You're right. Let's, let's go down a little bit. You know what? Actually, let's lift the bar up a little bit. How's that feel? Yeah, this is better. Okay, cool. You know, let's build it up. And you just find that progression so that people feel safe, right? Because that's a thing that you, you, you got to really, and it's a trusting too when it comes to, you know, coaching. Like, I could know my shit in and out. But if I'm doing things that's making her be like, here's another one of those people that's pushing me and he's not, they're not hearing me, mm. right? Like, they're not hearing what I'm saying. Like, this is scaring me. Right for me, like no, 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 no. You'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Just go up. It, it's not that like I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm not hearing what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Right, and maybe I'm right, but it doesn't matter because she knows her body best. Right, so it's like okay, how do we strategize this? Cool. Let's go down one way. Let's go super slow. Let's do this technique or method. How's that feel? Feels good. Well, how about that? How about that? So we're, what are we doing? We're building wins. Right, we're going back to that whole like, oh, you had seven wins today. Okay, next time we come around, put a little bit more weight. How's that feel? Oh, good. And all, all of a sudden, you start overriding that fear, right? And then she starts getting more wins than she has, like, fears. And then you can kind of go into that. And then sometimes you'll see, like, these massive, uh, I would say, kind of like all of a sudden deadlift goes up 40 pounds, right? And it's, it's not even that, like, we built 40 pounds of strength. We, unlo- we took the emergency brake off, right? Because that's what threat is, right? Threat is like an emergency brake on a nervous system. Right, people will have get tighter, they'll spaz out, their breathing changes, their heart rate goes up, and there's a there's a really cool like this is a, a dope example of um like how we'll do we'll trick people right, um, Ed Cohn one one of the greatest powerlifters probably greatest powerlifter of all time right this guy put up crazy numbers but I learned this from him was uh, and it would usually happen with with women that would like lift a good chunk of weight and then you'd go up just five more pounds and it'd be stuck. Because there was just a, it was a certain level of tension that was like, oh, my God, this is a lot of fucking weight. Like, you just crushed, like, five pounds less for three. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. But, again, it's like, all right, here's the deal. Uh, I'll help you out at the bottom, okay? So let's say it's a straight bar, okay? I'll grab the bar as they're lifting it, okay? And they'll go, I'm like, all right, push. And it's like, a suit, like I, don't even, I don't even lift it. My hand is just on it, and I just let go, and they rip it, like, rip it. I'm like, oh, my God, you got it. Oh, shit. Then the next set they do, they lift it by themselves. But what, what, what happened, right? I put my hand there. They were like, okay, Luca's got me. Like, even if I can't, he's going he's gonna to help me. Mm-hmm. Support. Threat goes down. Nervous system is allowed to produce as much force as possible. Bar flies up. And it's like magic. You know, the girls always be like, oh, man, you, can, you, can, you help, can you do the magic fingers? Can you do it? So I'll do like this, right? And I'm like, I got you, I got you. And sometimes I don't even, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Boom, and they rip it, right? But it's just a great example of, like, if, if you induce threat into the nervous system, you're, you're reducing performance. If I'm yelling at you in coaching because I, well, I used to coach high school kids and pros, and I used to yell at them, which isn't the most effective either. But, and now I'm like, so now I'm yelling at you, like, you're actually reducing their performance because you don't know their past. You don't know the, the shit that's happened in their life. Now they're freezing and they're like, right? Now they get hurt because you're not communicating the right way. 
so there's this whole art and science of communication even mm -hmm. in coaching right like um that helps and, and the thing is if you do it right what happens is that now you're helping them overcome all this shit right you're getting stronger but you're also like not afraid of things anymore that maybe you were and you're like oh no you know what I'm fine. What my are you breaking down? What, what walls are you breaking down in there? Oh my God, we're breaking down a lot <laughs> a in lot there. Of shit. Let's hit them. What are the wins? What are the wins going on right now in the gym? I mean, well, I think the biggest thing for me right now, I, I just, I've had a lot of coach. I'm somebody who enjoys being coached. So I've had a lot of coaches mm -hmm. in the past. The exterior of me is really strong, but they're, the older I get, like there's so many little things that break down, which I now am super afraid of. So one one of the biggest wins is that Luca listens to me, but also he explains everything. So his ego is not like, when I ask him like, why are we doing this? And then I understand why, I'm immediately bought into what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And there's so much of what I feel like in the past of my training for years, where I was never understood, like nobody ever explained anything to me, so I never understood why, I never was you know, bought into the programming, and this is like immediate. The other thing is, Luca understands that I wanna have fun, <laughs> and like competition is fun for me, I'll always challenge him, like that is so stupid, I, like the other day he made me do this, what was the hip bridge thing, on this piece of equipment that I didn't oh, get. Yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like, but this is the best way to activate. And I was like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care. I don't like this. Because it doesn't, doesn't have to say it. Her face. <laughs> oh, dude. The fa oh. I was going to actually ask this earlier because <laughs> the face is an indication of like you, you're there. Like, that's where I feel like she thrives. Like, if you reach that, like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Slightly, oh, not kill actually, just hurt Like I don't you. even need the sentence. I'm like, oh, she fucking ate a sour lemon. Oh yeah. no, she didn't. This is just how she feels about it. So it's like. But so that's like, the level though that she actually, at least to my like experience, like that's peak performance. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you get there and it's like, it's that kind of like, what? You know, with the little, the, the eye, the kind of like chin down, mm -hmm. almost like she's looking over mm -hmm. her glasses. <laughs> Excuse that's me. when she oh goes God, and I'll never forget I never forget when we were uh, we were filming the 2020 years ago and we were filming like a like a tutorial or something like that it wasn't like it wasn't a uh, it was a challenge a mental challenge it wasn't a physical challenge and you you know you kept fucking up and I, I was just kept, oh you're all good it's all good no that one was a good one we'll do another one and we were just starting to work together again like it had been years and you were like no that was fucking bullshit. Fresher under pressure. I'm going to get this. And I was like, nice coaching isn't what Kaisa needs right no, now. No, no, no she no. needs a little kick. And I'm like, you're right. Can you please do it better? Because that last one was kind of shit. And then yeah. it was like out. You got it. Yeah. No, I don't do well with like, oh, come on. You got it a little yeah. bit. No, I'm like, no, that is you are not where you should be right now. This is not good. I also just know my limits though. And I think you're learning mm. some of them where there's most of the time, like I do want my performance to increase, but not at the cost of me having fun and looking forward to going to training. Like every single day in training, I'm like, this is my favorite yeah, yeah. thing ever. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, it almost seems like it's not a real response and reaction, but it is though. Oh yeah. It's like just childlike joy. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love this fucking exercise. I'm like, oh, well, it, too. Like, totally. Like weird. <laughs> but what's interesting with you and like I, you correct me if I'm wrong but like you like that is kind of your play like you don't train in there to like be a better surfer or hiker or softball or whatever like you're just like that is where I mean, you real. like to be it's like yeah, oh, no it's real it's, yeah, real. it's, yeah. it's, it's real it's not fake it's I, I mean what I mean by that is like the joy from doing certain shit like it'll, it'll just be like oh my god I feel so good moving like this and it's like 
it's almost like just yeah you know but I think it's also because you've connected to something greater because yes. I've like over the years of working together I've started to connect to those bigger things because like you know whatever like society like I'll look at myself and I'm ne- I don't think I'll ever be like I look the way I want to look, but I've been able to connect with like, I want to move with my kid when I'm 55, like, and not just like be able to go for a walk. Like I want to be wrestling his ass, you know, like I want to be playing sports or whatever. I want to go see the world. And when I'm in those moments, like I get a little tingly right now, because when you get in that like flow state of a movement and you're connected to a bigger thing that like really means a lot to you, Mm. you, it's like, it gets you tingly. You know, like you get this energy. Getting that attachment to exercise movement, right? Like you're going to want to do it again. Exactly. It's it's, it's a chemical. It's a drug. You're like, no, no, I I want this. But it's, it's, you know, I call them positive addictions, right? It's a positive addiction. But, But what you're saying is like, you do need an anchor. Mm-hmm. So this is really important, right? I don't know what that is, but what I mean by an anchor um, is like, you, you got to, you know, we call them the five, six, seven whys, right? Like, hey, I just want to lose some weight. Okay, that's awesome. What's, why is that important to you? Because what you end up doing is you, you come to, it's not that, right? It's, it's something else. The, what's the deeper anchor? And it's difficult to, and, and I don't care if this is, you know, exercise or an important project that you're working on in business, if you don't have a deep anchor when shit gets hard, you're going to, you know, it's yeah. going to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll start again before the summer, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? Finding that anchor, you know, I mean, that's one of the things we try to do. But if you're listening to this, like, it's something that you should try to do. Like, why are you doing it? Why is this so important, right? Because when you say why, well, I want to fit in these jeans. Okay, but why is that important to you? Well, and then you keep going and keep going. Yeah. It's like, listen, I want to be a role model for my kids, like, I can't even play with him right now. I, I got a tough time going up the stairs. Like, I, I don't feel good in my body. Mm-hmm. I just got a relationship and I'm not confident. That's the reason, right? And, it's, and that's the anchor. And it, good. And I'm, I, when I say good, I don't mean like good, like, hey, you're hurting. It's like, good, that's your fuel. Like, mm-hmm. the real fuel that's going to get you to where you want to go and it's going to matter, right? Because if you go like, well, I just want to have a six-pack, does that fucking really matter? You know what I mean? Does it for what? I don't know. Right. Like there's there's always deeper things and you got to find these anchors because those are the anchors that take us to shore. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. um, in in again, like notice how like and I, I promise you, like if anybody that knows me, like you want to talk to me about training and like sequencing exercise and shit like you'll be like you'll be like, fuck, like, tell this guy to shut up. You know, as I'll go on and on and on. And I'm like, you know, I was with in, in Arizona with some of my, my, my friends from the industry and I was like. You know, somebody goes like, how the fuck can you talk about like hamstrings for three and a half hours? Yeah, this is Luke insane. <laughs> you know I, sometimes like, if I ask you a question, it keeps going. I'm like, okay, Luca, I got the point. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She'll also Luca do that. Just- <laughs> but this is the thing when she wants to fucking rest. Oh, like, yeah. She does like a yeah, rest. So, so, uh, she does like a rest. Tell me a little bit more about it. And it's, and it's like. Do the it's like inside of, inside of her, inside her head, she's like, <laughs> yeah. got gotcha. it. Now I'm ready to go. Gotcha. It is strategic. Pause mm. real quick. You, you need to have, like, do you, if you haven't thought about this yet, I'm seeing like a poster business. You have like top five, top three, the W's, the C's, like you I've, have like so many analogies but, and like lists that could go up in offices and in school, it's, like, um, you know, I read, rooms. Like, I, I read and study a lot. Like it's, I mean, and you retain it obsessively. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obs- obs- but like how, how many books do you read a week? Like this man? Yeah. I mean, it's so right now it's a little less for seven years. I did a hundred books a year. So two a week. Um, right now, I mean, one easy, but 
but I'm always going through courses. I mean, we have, uh, and I, when I say this, I'm, I'm not saying, this is not an opinion, and I'm not trying, but like, you know, we do more continuing education at our gym than any gym in the country. Like, I mean, this year, we'll have 11 seminar certifications there. You know, pre-COVID, it was 10 per year average, you know, so um, I'm just really, really, I try to be an empty cup, you know, like I, I know a lot, but I'm always trying to learn, I'm always trying to read, and, and I'll, when I get something that's like a, you know, I'm like, oh, that's great. I'll go to the gym. I'll talk about it. I'll tell the story out. Like, I'm trying to ingrain it because you say retaining it, right? My, my thing is that when I learn something, I want to teach it instantly. If I want to show on a podcast, if I do a video, write a blog, um, you know, at the gym every day, I'm coaching people. So mm. as soon as I get it, I'm trying to use yeah. it, you know, and that's what tends that's to That's when it, like, seeps yeah, in. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, ingrains. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, my life is very, very... Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm a workaholic, but I love what I do. So it's like, you know, tonight, if I go through something, I'm like, holy shit, this is genius. You know, it goes on a four-by-six card, goes into my pocket. The next day I'm at the gym, I'm applying it. Right? I'm like, hey, come here. Like, I want to test this thing out, you know. And I'll do it with eight to ten people. Right? And it's like, oh, shit, this works. This feels great. Right? Mm. Okay, boom. Toolbox. Toolbox. goes in my toolbox. Right? So I don't, you know, I don't wait to apply it. And, um, you know, if, you're, if we're going with numbers and concepts let's, let's touch on another one right that um I, I really like this idea of like you learn you apply you reflect and then you course correct right everything goes like that and i think people don't you know grow as much as they can because sometimes they learn it and it's like it takes forever you know you don't apply it right away so then forget about it right or if you apply it did you like reflect did it work did it not work mm-hmm. what could i do different you know and then you go on course correct. And I spent like years, I mean, I'm, you know, I'd get done with training sessions and in the evening I'd write notes. This was great. This person didn't do well. But then if I told them push to the big toe, man, I made their hip feel better. If we like, I mean, I would write notes and notes and notes and notes on training. And it made me kind of um, just, let's just say that I got better and better and better because I, I would have feedback so fast, right? If I don't, you know, let, let's take our training. If I give you feedback once a month, but you're doing something wrong. It's going to take you, you're going to do it yeah. wrong for a month before I cor- correct it, right? And that's why I think it's so critical for people to actually seek feedback, right? Because people are afraid of feedback, right? Because if I tell you that you're not doing something well, oh, that means I'm a bad person or I'm doing it wrong. No, that's the opportunity to get better, mm-hmm. right? That's the reflection part of it, right? So that's why I love feedback. It's like if I give you more feedback, you have more opportunities to get better. Yeah, and faster. if you're counting your wins, you have the confidence to take that feedback as a room, an opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. not as criticism to make you leave exactly. the door. We got we got to get to smart training. Actually, I'm just oh, realizing no. we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're keep going so much, here. We yeah. should talk the, on a project you guys are working on right now. Yeah. I guess we're all working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that the the actually that last. Poster that you created again. What was it? It was learn, apply, apply reflect, reflect, course correct. And it rhymes too. Yeah, Ooh. I feel like I like that's sort of. I feel like what we've been really trying to embrace with the company because mm. we're always trying new things, right? We're mm. trying to find what people want. Like, how do we meet them where they're at? So we try it. You know, we have the idea, we apply it, and it's hard. It's a new learning, I think, especially for me. I feel like you're a little bit better at this but like to then reflect like how did it go and then what can we do different and it's Mm -hmm. even so advantageous when you can do it while you're applying knowing that you know is this thing going to work or like is this thing going to be the thing that the people want now can I 
now can I reflect after it's done and then know that there can be V2, mm-hmm. you know, V3, V4, sure. V5, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's always, I mean, like, life is iteration. I mean, it goes back yeah. to that video game we talked about, right? It's like, it, it's, we're, we're constantly beating the boss. Yeah. And then once you get it, well, there's going to be another boss. Yeah, oh, you, yeah uh, totally. you know, And when there's not, and, what, there's not much fun going on. No, like you'd yeah. be, I mean, you would not be, honestly, you would be fulfilled. Yeah. That's what people don't understand, that like challenge, you know, performance training is, is, is a challenge. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's what life is about. That's literally what it is. Like, it, once people kind of understand that and grasp that, man, it, it's like that's when people start breaking through these, like, perceived glass ceilings, you know, yeah. limitations, right? And I, I think, you know, this program, it's... Smart training. Smart training is... Yep. is yeah, smart training. <laughs> I mean, smart training is all about that because, you know, the four points is like, you get, you get the opportunity to learn and apply but also to reflect and get course correction because we're coaching you the whole time, right? Like, so that, and imagine it like, you know, if, if you ask me what it is, it's like in, in six weeks, you'll improve your performance. I, I would be like more than you've ever improved it, right? I, I mean, I'd spent a good chunk of time building a program. It's like, you want to get stronger, you want to get faster, you want to get more athletic, all the stuff that we talked about, you're an athlete, like this is it, you know? And almost to a degree, you know, I, where people are like, holy shit, I didn't believe that this could, I could even achieve this, let alone, you know, in six weeks. And obviously, like, it's forever, but like this specific Mm six-week program. And then getting, you know, when we talked about how important feedback is, like, that's what this program is. It's not like a, oh, here you go. It's like coaching, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what we do, like coaching. So, yes, here's this thing on paper. How do we make it come to life? That's how you come, make it come to life. When you can ask questions, when you get pushed, when you get challenged, when you get that reflection and feedback so that you can adjust and get better, right? So, so that's what it is. But it's uh, essentially smart training is a program that was built on how to improve athleticism. But everything from, you know, I call it the show and go, but it's, you know, stronger, faster, more powerful, but then also have an athletic engine. What I mean is like you can do all these things for longer, um, you know, and how you put that together obviously there's there's some science and and stuff in there and then i also obviously got to make sure that uh it's kaisified yeah mm-hmm. it's Ka- really fun kaisa gave, gave me a filter <laughs> it's that it's turned up fun. it's got to be like it's turned up we need this it's definitely turned up but i think so just to go back one of the things about this program is the coaching which is the actual like the way in which people are going to get coached is in our coaching sessions each week Mm -hmm. so there's going to be luca and i in a live coaching session like through zoom so people can ask questions if they have questions about moves or certain things that are going on we can talk about the program which makes it really impactful and then also they have access to a private facebook group so we're going to be there daily basis answering questions and making sure that people are getting the most out of the program i think the other thing one of the questions that we're getting the most of is like if i'm not an elite athlete Mm -hmm. is this program for me and i keep saying if you are comfortable and confident in the gym and you know basic lifting moves, this program is for you because one of the amazing pieces about the program is that when we are testing in week one, you are figuring out what your base and your foundation is. And then the rest of the program, especially the strength days, come off of that, come Mm -hmm. off of percentages that you did during testing. So it's going, Mm -hmm. although we're all doing the same program, it's gonna be catered to where you're at. I mean, and that's that's also where the coaching comes into play. I mean, we're like, we are coaching you for six weeks. I call that, you know, high touch coaching. I mean, like it's a lot of feedback, you know, whether that's, like I said, written through Facebook or the live calls. But here's, you know, the, who this is for. If, if you connected to this whole idea that I said, like, you're an athlete, right? Believe that. I mean, look, 
you could wrap this program up and be like, hey, get strong, this, that, the out. But like, if you believe that the things that you do are athletic, and because you have a body, you do. Yeah, you are you an walk, athlete. You hop, you pick stuff up, you pick your kids up. I mean, you might as well be cleaning, right? I mean, doing, doing some type of hand clean, yeah. right? You do farmer's walks, you take groceries home. Like you, but more than, more than anything, like I, I, I truly inherently believe, and I've seen it, it's not like this, oh, I think this, that when people like buy into this, like people love to move and they love to be strong and they love to be explosive. Now, what, how much? That's that's your call. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I would certainly say, like, if you're listening to this, tell me right now, you know, would you like to be stronger? Would you like to be more powerful? Would you like to be more explosive? Would you like night to get tired like of doing something? I don't know. Play with your kids for 40 minutes and just be like, I'm, I'm sweating, but I'm not tired because I have the capacity to do that. Right. So really, the question is, do you want to improve your body's capacity? Because that is what smart training does. Right. And so if you want to improve your body's capacity, it's for you, period. Yeah. Period. Right? period. Why is it smart? <sighs> smart training actually stands for something and it is like 10 years old. I know. Go ahead. Specific movement for accelerated results training. Okay. Is there a smart, like... Because it's a formula. Like, the yeah. thing is, if you want to get better at something, you have to follow a formula. Like, there's, like, scientific science that goes behind you getting better, faster, stronger, more powerful. Um, and I think, like, in the world of movement right now and fitness, it is amazing that people are moving and, you know, on a daily basis moving their bodies. And I am all about that. But if you have actual goals and results that you're going for, especially as we're doing that we have in like the testing, you have to train in a specific way to yeah. get better at those things. And yeah. that is a formula. Yeah, it's kind of like specific. getting out of maintenance mode in a way. Like I feel like I'm kind of in maintenance mode and have been in a while. Like I just like to move right now. Mm-hmm. I don't follow a program. I follow kind of like, oh, I'll do strength. You know, one day I'll do a little cardio. The next day I'll do a little mobility. And, but that's fulfilling my goal right now, which, yep. which is just moving often, moving well and that's fine, but I'm definitely starting to get to this point where I'm like, all right, I've been on maintenance mode now for a little while. I feel like I've gained a lot of the, like the skill and the movement. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get kind of like, like my wife just asked me the other day, she's like, should we do smart training? And I was like, yes. and it kind of gave me that See, little like, hey, yes. that's, that's, that's like, when you got to do the yes. pitch. Yeah. Well, honey. Yeah. Yes. Would you like to have more capacity? Would yeah. you like to be a better athlete? <laughs> would you like to be stronger, faster, more explosive and do that for a long period of time? Let's do it. But I think, but I do think going back to that, there are seasons for all of us in life because I'm coming in. I came into that season in January where I was like, you know what? There was a time for the past several years where all I could do was just show up and figure out what I needed that day and do that movement. I had no outside goals, no nothing other than like movement was my mental safe space. And that's what I did. And that's a win. And that's a win. Totally. But if you're in a place where you are like, I want to fucking see what's possible and you, especially inside of a gym and you have things that you're going for, then it's time to be smart and specific Mm. about your training. And that's what we're doing here. And the thing is, I post about this all the time and that's why I'm so excited now because for years I didn't want to do a sports performance based program without having movement for everyone else. And now that we have just move and start moving, I feel like mm. I, as a trainer who's trying to do the responsible thing can go back and say like, okay, like now we can do yeah. this badass crazy program right here and train the way that I'm training because if it's not right for you, I have other things that are right for you, which you is earn why the right, I've like, earned, as I feel, a trainer, yeah, I do. Yeah. I feel like I've earned the right as a trainer, not to just keep catering to, you know, the, the population of people that are already moving mm-hmm. because now I have movement for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and earn the right for you, your, 
vision and you're not that like because some trainers they don't care about no, moving the stars, exactly. but you have your vision your mission Absolutely. is to get everybody moving so Absolutely. it's kind of laying that groundwork now you can move on to some of the yeah and not move on but just do it in in addition conjunction yeah, with yeah. everything totally, else that totally. i'm doing Good yeah point. and it's you know it was was so uh i, I mean i love because i love what you're doing and for us it's like we get so many different fitness levels and from the outside in, sometimes it might be, you know, if you see me training some pro athletes or some elite people and whatever, you know, that's actually not the majority of what we do. I mean, the vast majority of what we do is all walks of life, right? And to see, like, our gym is, is, is kind of wild. I mean, when I say this, for people that have been there, we'll kind of, they'll understand this, right? Where you come in on a day and it's like, you know, here's this offensive lineman from the Seahawks. And here's like a 62-year-old lady, you know, and they're high-fiving, you know? And it's like they're doing their thing and they're busting mm-hmm. their butt. And it's like... And, you know, some people, I mean, are starting, starting. You know, we're talking about, like, you know, the questions, like, hey, have you ever done a, a, a structured program before? No. You know, have you ever done any sports? No. Um, okay, wait, really beginner. Well, guess what? Like, we're going to find, like, the right things for them to progress, right? But at the, at the same time, like, you know what? After a while, you know what they want to do? They'll be like, I want to do that, right? Like, they'll, they'll be like, I want to do that. I want to be able to throw this and jump and, right? And now, they didn't come in with that goal, Right. But when people start believing in themselves, guess what? Like they want to, right? They yeah. want the new boss. For you sure. know what I'm saying? For sure. And when you make them start believing, like, no, nah, you can do that. Yeah, but I'm, no, nah, you can do that. You think I'll ever be able to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, unless it's some wild, you know, like I want to squat that thousand pounds. Like, listen, Susie. I don't know. I don't know about you that. Probably one, but, can't yeah. do that. But, but for, I mean, for 99% okay. of the, the things, is like people believe lower than what they can actually do. You know, I'm, oh, I'm sure. most of the time, I'm like, nah, you can, like, I'm almost like everything you can do it. You know what I mean? Like if you train in a smart way, yes, but that's absolutely, the thing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Hell and to yeah. be clear too, the smart training is probably not for the beginner. No. Smart I mean, if you put it this like, way, if you, if you haven't trained before, no. Right. If you, I would say that like, if you've had at least a couple years of training under your belt, you know, you're good. It's like intermediate. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely intermediate. I think you have to be able to, you know, read a program and understand movements because we're not sitting there one-on-one yeah. coaching you. Um, I also, though, in, in previous rounds of smart training, coaches, people were doing it with their coaches. And so mm. there's, there's different ways to use the program um, because I think it's a badass program and it's incredibly fun. fun. Also, the thing is you, we have six days a week of training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one is a movement recovery day and then one day is off, but that's a lot of volume of yeah. work. And so you want to be able to know that that's something that you can handle as mm-hmm. well. One thing that's different too is the price point. So yeah. much different than like a subscription or, you know, a 30 day program like that's something we offer or anybody offers this is definitely a more expensive program yeah maybe get into like why i mean it's the the quality here and the access to luca and i and what you're getting so point blank period you know a session a a private session is 150 to 200 plus dollars and you in this program you are getting coached on a weekly basis which is for six weeks once a week so you're getting access to us for 30 minutes to an hour whatever long however long those sessions go for you have a meal guide which is a very detailed meal guide breakfast lunch dinner snacks for six weeks shopping list everything that goes with it you have a performance-based program that you have access to for life and at any point in time you can cycle back and do that program so there's a huge value, and honestly, like I understand that there's a little bit of sticker shock, but 4.99 is a discount, you yes. know, for what you're getting. And let me, uh, you know, I'm gonna try to remove myself from myself. I know, very meta, very meta here, but the most like 
anything like I've done uh, some type of coaching or mentoring from people that I wanted to learn from for the last 17 years. I've never not had coaches multiple a lot of times, right? Like there's no better way to get better, to get challenged, to achieve the best results, learn than to have a coach and like having access to us. Like that's that, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, even I, you know, I just spoke at a really big event this weekend um, had like close to 600 people in attendance and, you know, with people from different worlds that are like the best in their craft. And, um, and, you know, the conversation always comes around. Like, do you like if you want to go further and you want to go faster, you go with the people that are going to take you there to been there, done that are doing it. Right. And like that's um, I mean, that's the end all be all when it comes to that. Like this is coaching. This is not like, oh, here's the thing. This is like real yeah. coaching, challenging you, answering your questions teaching you so that like at the end of the program like you achieve results that are you know better than you ever had in like six weeks but you're like you, your capacity is higher you understand more things whether, whether it comes about training your body like the way that you're like the way that you're training the things that we talked about at the beginning how people are different and you can't get that without like having coaching period mm-hmm. i mean obviously look I, it's one of those things do if you believe it if you believe in it you do it that was that was a question somebody asked me a long time ago how much do you believe in coaching, right? I, I, I would ask coaches, like, man, I believe in it with everything that I have. I was like, do you have a coach? Well, no. I'm like, how, how do you believe in the thing if you don't do the thing, right? Like, you have to be it, right? I would say, like, uh, get high on your own supply, and I mean that in the best of ways, right? Like, like be that. And so when it comes to coaching, like, there, unless you don't do it at the highest level, meaning, like, you understand the difference between like how much you progress with coaches versus without coaches. And it could even be the same program. I don't care. Like that, that's why, I, you know, people hit us up now and they go like, look, I, I got three months and then I'm flying out to go play pro, right? They said in three months you can do crazy shit. I'm like, maybe, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to sell myself too much. But that's, that's the reputation because it's like, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you to go to places you didn't know that you could go, mm-hmm. right? It, it's, it's just a completely different ball game. And, that's what this is. That's what smart training is. Well, period. that's what you think. Like, it's easy test. A lot of people are always like, why do you have a coach? You are a coach. Yeah. I think that's no, like, like, I, I, like you, you have to have a coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if, you, if you tell me, like, I want to be really good at what I do. I want to really change, like, you know, prove my performance. I want to fill in the blank of the thing that you want to achieve. To me, it's like if you don't have a coach, I'm like, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like, why would you not? Like, that's crazy. So you're choosing to go slower. I also think with this program, there is the accountability and connection piece too. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be an intense program and you're going to be held accountable by your coaches, Luca and I, and then also the people that are in the program. That's also what becomes so powerful about this is like, yeah, you could go out and do anything on your own. But I think when you have a team of people supporting you doing it and doing it with you, because I'm doing the program with everybody doing it. That's why we're starting on May yeah. 2nd. Um, it just like so much more is possible. How you guys keep talking performance. How is that measured? Like how does someone know like, Oh yeah. Awesome. So we picked five tests that we're going for. So there's agility strength, which is the deadlift, um, pushups, uh, anaerobic threshold. And we have the three of the broad jump broad jump power. Um, so we test those in week one so that people have benchmarks and then we train for that five and a half weeks and then we test them, 
um, in the six weeks so that you can actually see so that you're like motivated and you can measure the results of like mm. the work that you've done. Um, and then also some of those numbers get applied into your strength days. So, mm. you know, with that, with the three rep max, there's basically a formula to get your one rep max and that's how you get your percentages for your lifting days. So it's all, it's a very detailed program and I can confidently say like, you can't get this anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. I think for me, like I have spent so many years figuring out how to make movement fun and enjoyable enjoyable but also to progress and get better at you know certain things that I want to get better at and so I think this is a perfect mixture of both and it's how I train it's what I do and I'm super excited about it word yeah sounds smart (laughs) (laughs) and also you know what was actually important and this was important for me when I uh putting it together was like that is joint friendly and what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is like look I'm, you know, nobody wants to hurt, okay? Like, people want to get better, but they don't want to hurt. So the whole program is organized. From our dynamic warm-ups, that are, you know, from the recovery days, like, there's different warm-ups for the strength days, the, the conditioning days. But it's like, people will move better. Like, if you have, you know, I, I feel so confident because every time we've done this, it's like, you know, uh, aches and pains that they've had. Like, man, I don't have those anymore, right? Because it's, it's not about, like, the, when we say, like, hey, there's six days, and it's going to be challenging, but it's smart. Like, how we go again? I know. Totally. It's smart. Uh, but smart in a way that, like, you're, you're not beating up your joints. Because there is a whole science to this, okay? Like, when it comes to, and, I mean, I've had to kind of, like, what we talked about at the beginning as I've gotten older, uh, going, like, hey, I, I still want to train. I still want to push. But I don't, you know what? Like, nobody likes waking up going, like, eh, you know, this shoulder thing that's been bugging me and back. Like, with the training, like, you'll feel better. Yeah, you want to feel yeah. better, not yeah, worse. Yeah, you feel better. <laughs> totally. you know? yeah. like, um, and, and that's key, and it's critical, and it's important for sustainability, too, right? That you train in a way that helps you get better and improve, but you can do it mm-hmm. for forever, you know? And that is a good point. I don't know why I didn't. I, Luca is the mobility king, and I feel like I'm mobility queen. I'm not, like, the number one mobility queen, but I do feel like I, you know, mobility I mean, is my thing. Presence of royalty right I'm now. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, Luca is that way, too. And so the goal is always to move better and feel better in your body and to not to compromise that as we go for all of our intense training. So that is one also key differentiator with this program. It's a very smart program and how we train is smart because the goal is to be able to do this for life. That's cool though. I feel like that's so new still, like people not associating like pain, soreness, like losing for thinking it's gaining, you know, because it's just, it's like, if you're not, you know, no pain, no gain, you know, yeah. if you're not sore, you're not doing it right or whatever. I think, I mean, that's this, like, you know, as you bring that up, like, I mean, this is like throughout that time frame, like being able to ask those questions and be coached on what's for you, what's not explaining, you know, just like, you know, we talk about like when you explain this to me, I buy in. Mm-hmm. It's the same way. Right. Oh, like if you do this, like this is what happens. Oh, OK, I'm going to do this. Right. That's that's a huge part of coaching. Right. Is that like that you can basically cater to the individual and like help them not only just like improve, but learn along the way. I mean, that's, you know, priceless, essentially. Right. But but these are the types of things, you know, through this program, we want to get people the absolute best results. But where at the end, it's not just like you got better results. Like, hey, I understand training better. I understand like my behavior is better. Nutrition, the performance nutrition that we're, we're plugging into this. How does, you know, recovery play into your training? Like, these are all the things that will be answering and coaching on and keeping mm-hmm. people accountable on, right? Yeah. And that's, 
you can't, you can't get that any other way. Right? Or you can, but you could get it at a conference with you and I, which would cost you 15 to two grand. You know what I mean? This is why it's like, I totally understand the sticker shock, but I think it's also, you have to understand what you're getting yeah. with this. And then there's yeah. a lot of education that comes with it, which is is a value. Yeah, and I think the feedback aspect is huge because you, you may get the feedback by just getting the programming, but it might take you years to, to for yes. you to develop your own feedback versus going to a pro and being able to ask the question week one yes. and you're jumping six months to a year ahead because you don't have to, you don't have to learn it on your own. Yeah. You guys have already learned it. And over. the program becomes more impactful exactly, and you see yeah. quicker results and absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. yeah. Word. What else do we got? I mean, I feel like I mean, we just like know, went. Wow. Be, I was about to say, be careful what question you ask, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Because I still got that caffeine running the through my veins. 15-minute question. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we hit. I mean, I feel like we got all the things. Um, and I think it's cool to hear just the alignment without even like setting that up beforehand. Like no. a lot of the things you're saying, it's like I, I just like that's Kaisa's thing, you know. And it's cool to see how that just like gravitates towards um, each other. That's yeah, cool. I mean, I think it makes sense then why we tra- why we're training totally or why I'm training with him. We're very we're very on the same page. Yeah. Well, sometimes the notes are sticking out of your yeah. pocket. Yeah, sometimes I have to question a few things. Yeah, that's in your nature, though. Yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, a healthy skeptic. You will question shit even if you're like, no, I agree with that, but fuck it, Luca. No, no. What is? What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? It's just you just have to. You know what I mean? She yeah, has to do it. Totally. And that's okay. Yeah, that's know. true. It you is. Yeah, you're uh, a curious cat. Really? And I, like I don't that. think yeah. of myself as a curious like person like that, but. Yeah, yeah, maybe when it comes to movement, maybe when it comes to things, so, things some, that have to do with me, I'm yeah. curious. Some, yeah, actually, you're right. Sometimes. You're not uh, things that you're not concerned with. You don't give a shit. Like no. I find myself, I'm like talk cameras and things, and you, your hamstrings, and I see that like where she starts kind of <laughs> like, the well, eyes yeah. are just looking I'm for not curious anything. About that like what no, color is that? Paint? ADD sets in, and I'm like, yeah, mm, no yeah, the ADD, what else yeah, is yeah, going the on the today? ADD, yeah, the ADD is real though. The ADD is definitely real. My trick lately though has been connecting it to money. So when I talk about this new cool thing I got, I'm like, oh, why? She doesn't care. And I go, hey, guys, I forgot. I meant to say this saved us a thousand bucks by doing uh, this thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. And then so I read I read four different studies that when you improve your deadlift, your revenue goes up 17 percent. She's out there. Bought in. Maxing out. All about that money, honey. Okay. I think. For the sake of not going another thirty minutes, yeah. I think we keep we did over an hour actually. Oh, wow. yeah, that Luca, was really thank good. you for being yeah. our first oh. guest. First guest. How was it to be on the show? Listen, <laughs> how did I we feel, do? I feel awesome. this can be one of two things. Here we go. <laughs> when you're the first guest, it can be one of this. Oh, fuck, be first oh guest. no! But um, oh, I'm, I'm honored. I love it. I mean, I am. If you get put it this way, you get me to to, to talk about. I mean, if you can't tell, I'm passionate about this, right? I'm very, 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 very passionate about this, and I can talk about it for forever. Um, it's, you know, the, the true meaning of vocation for me, right? It's not a job. It's a vocation. It's also why, you know, we talk about a curiosity. I'm so curious about it because I always am like, how can I learn more so I can share more? Some of it is the competence part, you know, of intrinsic motivation. But a lot of it is is that I, I truly feel like, um, you know, it's kind of like the, Simon Sinek says that infinite game, the things that I want to achieve, I'll, I'll die before I can achieve them. But the journey is, is, mm-hmm. is very, very, you know, driving for me. And like I, you know, seeing how like fitness, I mean, b- basketball saved my life, you know, which, which I relate to sport and movement. 
and then fitness saved my life again because I was doing a lot of dumb shit. Um, and, you know, and I am so bought in into how this helps other people change their lives. And I've seen it. Like, I see it every single day. You know, like, you can't, like, I, you see me get a message or somebody tell me something, I'll get teary-eyed. You know, like, lights me up. To, like, you never get, it's like an addiction. I used to be addicted to other shit. I get addicted to people going like, yo, this helped me change completely. Like, I'll never get tired of it, right? And so it's, it's just one of those things where sometimes I get baffled by, like, when people don't continue pursuing it because I think it's such a, a, a great, I think it's the best industry in the world. I think that what we get to do is affect people more than just about anyone. And no disrespect to, you know, there's a lot of people that do a lot of amazing things, and I, I love and respect that. I just, you know, I, I see the changes of people externally, internally, more importantly, internally. Um, and it's, it's an addiction that I don't care to give up, you know? Amen. Yeah. And I think, I think both of us have this, have a similar story of like, we understand it so deeply. So we understand where people are coming from because of our own experiences, mm-hmm. but that's what makes it so impactful. I yes. think to us, if and you, uh, you know, uh, there's this, um, analogy of, a of being a lighthouse, you know? And so, I think that when you transform, you're so much more deeply bought into it. And then I'm, I'm always like, hey, look, you know, and I tell our clients, I'm like, become the lighthouse. You know, you're, you know, we live in a, like health is the worst it's ever been in this country. Right. Like and and it's too it's too big to think about the whole thing. Right. But what I can think about is going like, hey, I'm going to change, help help this, you know, that change. Right. Because it's like um, a mentor of mine said back in the day, you know change a man or a woman, right? You change a family. You change a family, you change a community. You change a community, you change a city. You change a city, you change a state. Mm-hmm. Change a state, change a country. You know, change the fucking world. But it's like, it starts with what? One man, woman, child, right? Like, that's all I can do is like help this one person and that person becomes a lighthouse, you know, to their family and their community. And it's like the ripple creates waves. Um, you know, and, and, and the whole lighthouse analogy is like, you shine a light, you stand firm, storms come, you don't budge. You, you know, you bring people to safety. You don't go out and chase them, right? But like, it's like you attract. And, like, if you can get enough people to do that, it becomes like a swarm, right? And, it, and it's kind of like uh, a cancer in a positive direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's contagious. And so that's my mission. My mission is, like, every person that comes in, I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help them become the change, be the lighthouse, and then they'll start doing that, right? And And I feel like... It's it's a less um, overwhelming feeling to be able to do that than go like, oh, my God, like we're in a deep dive into, you know, the worst health that's ever happened. Yeah. Cool. Like, listen, what can I control? Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it's like I think our lives and in, in, in training and coaching is a lot about you're worrying about all these things you can't control. Like, I want you to what can you control? Yeah. yeah. And, and focus on those wins. Like focus you said. on yeah. focus on the wins and like, you know, keep going. Well, Luca, thank you so much. My One, thanks for dealing with me now for <laughs> four, four months. We're going strong. And then also for the Smart Training Program, because you have not put out a digital program, I don't think, in a long time. I've, I've not put out any digital program that, uh, that does this. No. <laughs> yeah, so Smart it, Training's a first. Yeah. It is so badass. Um, if you want more information about smart training, I think we'll include a link or I don't yeah. know what the appropriate thing is to say It'll here. It'll be there. I It'll don't be know there. the URL because yeah. you know, <laughs> I feel like it's probably it's like, but, or you can, there's a video when I go like click here. 
and it might can do something. Smash the subscribe button. But Luke and I are also available if you have questions because we know it's a commitment. If you have detailed questions, reach out to us. Like both of us are on social media, especially on Instagram. We are real people. We answer our DMs. Mm -hmm. Honestly, both of us are super good at that. So definitely reach out, ask us any questions, make sure those get answered. Yeah, also Um, on the, we have the voicemail. It's uh, kaisafit.com slash ask. Oh no, just ask. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's so nice. I'm going to go on here. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Please do. Which speaking of which, I was just thinking, you know, put everybody on the spot, but like, I feel like this would be fun to do like have you back and like kind of do a coach's corner thing i think it makes a lot of sense yeah Yeah, that'd be dope actually and and we'll get questions in from people whether that's people in smart training or just general people asking questions i think that'd be a really cool uh series to continue yeah Yeah. so go to what's it again kaisafit.com slash ask and ask your questions because i like answering questions yeah he does And if you have time, you like, if you made it this far, that means you probably enjoyed the conversation. So feel free to leave a review, smash that subscribe button. We really do appreciate you listening. This is fun today. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying with us. Luca, thank you for coming on today. Thank you, guys. And until next time, we're out. Ciao.